Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. What a weekend of NFL football. I'm sorry, Buffalo Bills fans. A lot of heartache there. We got so many things to unpack. Pretty daddy. Tom Celestino, the executive producer, is in a great mood. He's in a happy Monday place. So we'll have a riveting buyer sell. He will be in an extra jolly spirit if you want to call in because he answers the phone at 855 212 cbs Niners get the win, but Brock Purdy looks shaky. I don't care how he did on that final drive. Not at the level the Niners need to be to be the favorites. Ravens roll. Lions Magic, I'm really getting tired of being a Bears fan and rooting for teams like the Packers and the Lions. I don't know what, the world's upside down. But I thought the Packers, who obviously lost over the weekend, can hold their heads really high. And I loved everything about that Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, city of Detroit, oh my God, what is happening, act of football, miracleism. That took place over the weekend. We'll get into that. Ephraim Salam, our buddy, longtime former NFL player, played in a Super Bowl during his tenure as an offensive lineman with a, several teams around the league. He'll be on the show in an hour. We've got by ourselves. We're going to get into a guy named Patrick the Goat Mahomes. Good morning, pretty daddy. Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. Look, let's just get out of the way. You were mean to me a few minutes ago. You were mean to sports fans. You were mean to soccer fans. You said, because we can see each other on Skype, I'm in L.A., you're in New York. You said, is that a yellow shirt or a soccer shirt? And I said, well, it's both. And then you rolled your eyes so severely, I'm worried you wounded yourself. Good news. I did not wound myself. Can't wear soccer shirts now? A yellow one? Yeah, Barcelona, one of their colors, I guess, you know? A little much. You're a little much. Uh, What a game last night. Kansas City Chiefs. And just the continuation of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's greatness. 27-24, nail-biter, heartbreaker for the Buffalo Bills. And each of those teams, what a weird game. Each of those teams played flawless football for the majority of the game before the wheels came off and the pressure mounted and things got a little rickety. And each of those fan bases can say that either gave the game away Buffalo Bills, several examples, but that poor field goal kicker shanking the field goal that would have tied the game 
toward the end of the fourth quarter. There was still some time, obviously, on the clock. And the Chiefs, who did win, nearly gave the game away when they had it in hand. Harbin fumble at the goal line. What a dumb rule. I know everyone's going to talk about the rule today. Out the back of the end zone, automatic touchback. And then a Josh Allen, there were no turnovers from those quarterbacks. A Josh Allen fumble that could have been a scoop six. And one of the Bills players able to get their hands, kind of knock it, at, knock it away from that Chiefs defender. And the Bills would come over the ball. Hell, hell of a football game. And there's many things and many takeaways we're going to talk about over the course of the next couple hours and the next several days. We're going to talk about the fact that the Buffalo Bills window is still closed. It's closed. We told you this a few years ago. It's closed. We're going to talk about the fact that Andy Reid is one of the great coaches in the history of the game. Think about Bill Belichick trying to go out there and prove himself right now, right? And I just want you to imagine that if Bill Belichick goes to multiple NFC or AFC, because we don't know where he's going to coach, championship games and several Super Bowls and doesn't win them with some other quarterback, we're going to say, see, he was the greatest of all time. But that's Andy Reid in reverse, because he made a multitude of near championship moments for the Eagles when he was their head coach. Here's a stat that is just mind-blowing. In Andy Reid's coaching career, which is what, 25 years? The guy has made 44% of the NFC-AFC championship games that he has competed in. 11. That is stupid. So Andy Reid's greatness is, is part of the equation. Patrick Mahomes being the GOAT is probably the main takeaway. But here's the reality for me yesterday. Because I, my kids were born in Kansas City. Unless you, and some people do, Tom, unless you hate rainbows and puppy dogs and true love and joy and secretly those stupid kitten videos on Facebook when I used to watch, you know, be on Facebook. Unless you're that person, how could you not love Jason Kelsey celebrating for his brother, right? I mean, any man who can just guzzle beer, carry that belly, and acrobatically hoist himself back into a luxury suite deserves to be celebrated. All of those things are magic. The main takeaway is that Josh Allen is cursed, and the curse is Patrick Mahomes. I saw a thing on Twitter, it might have been from Nick Costos, it might have been from somebody else, that just said, Josh Allen's got to leave Buffalo and go to the NFC, or he's never going to make a Super Bowl. Ha, 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 ha. But there's some truth to it. There's some realities to it. Because Josh Allen was nearly flawless at the end of the game. He did have the opportunity. He did have the chance to take the lead with that final throw of the game for the Bills where he threw the ball short in the end zone. Some some debate, thanks to Mr. Tony Romo, who, who does announcing, Tom's a big fan, um, of whether or not Chris Jones pushed a Bills offensive lineman into Josh Allen or whether Allen just underthrew it. He had Stephon Diggs coming across his left basically wide open. Those are under-pressure big moments. But outside of that failed attempt, Josh Allen was outstanding. I mean, the guy we've told you is the Bills' run game, and we've said it as a put-down of the Buffalo Bills, but it didn't really matter because they mostly moved the ball. He was incredibly impressive, and the last touchdown the Bills did score was a 13-yard strike on third and long into the very left corner of the end zone. That was a perfect, perfect throw. Josh Allen was awesome. Josh Allen didn't choke. Josh Allen didn't come up short. Josh Allen didn't prove himself to be a Dak Prescott who's all talented in the regular season and none in the postseason. Josh Allen had already gotten himself 
to this playoff game, Josh Allen's just not Patrick Mahomes. I know there's other factors that go into the game. I get it. It was a back and forth. There was one point, I guess midway through the second quarter, where there were six consecutive drives. Every drive ended in a score, except for the moment that Patrick Mahomes took a knee at the very end of the first half. Point being, these two defenses, that are pretty good, by the way, could not stop the other offenses. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The Chiefs' defense, by the way, really good. Had not given up more than 27 points all year in the regular season. Had often held opponents below 20. And had been, over the course of the season, one of the best teams in the National Football League in points allowed in the second half. Which means Spag is the defensive coordinator outstanding at in-game adjustments and, and putting pressure on teams. And still, Josh Jalen was able to cut through that, put 24 points on the board, have a really good game. The reality is that Patrick Mahomes is the best we've ever seen doing it. It, it doesn't mean he'll end as the GOAT. Barry Sanders is the best I've ever seen do it at his position. He's not the GOAT because he didn't play as many years, right? Guys can retire. Guys can pull an Andrew Luck. Guys can get injured. I wish guys can just see their buddy the tight end go marry some pop singer maybe. I don't know. And be like, I... Maybe I should. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to Mahomes' career. This guy has been a starter in the National Football League for six seasons. This is the kind of thing I'm going to say that I know you know, but even the most miraculous of things becomes normal when you see it with your own eyes. Patrick Mahomes has been a starter in the National Football League for six years, and he has now played as the quarterback in all six AFC Championship games. That is completely and utterly ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. He is the greatest of all time. Now, will he earn that moniker in the way that we talk about it as, as, as the most successful slash greatest? You're going to have to win a lot more Super Bowls to get to the, is it seven that Brady has? The insane number. But pure talent and execution in a small window, we've never, ever seen anything like Mahomes. And I say that as someone who recognizes and even celebrates now the greatness of Tom Brady. And that's what Josh Allen ran into. That's why you've got memes of Bills fans crying. I got nothing but sympathy. We all, or most of us, know what heartache is like as a fan. And the problem for Josh Allen, and, and the problem for their embattled and then not embattled and maybe embattled again head coach, and the problem for that fan base. Hell, I'm not kidding. Even the problem maybe for that poor field goal kicker who shanked that ball is Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not kidding. You could say, oh, Ryder's kicked the field goal in. But it reminds me of Tiger Woods, who's on that level, where Tiger would be so dominant and so sure. And the specter of what Tiger Woods could do was so present in the minds of otherwise remarkably capable golfers that guys would just start throwing up bogeys. There's an impact in the fact that, that the true all-time greats have. Patrick Mahomes is now 8-2 and two in the playoffs when down seven or more points. His only two losses... Think about this. We're to Tom Brady. That's insanity. Chiefs were down 10-3 to in the second quarter. Think about that. The guy is astounding. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and, and let me say this too. Everyone's been, this happens in sports media, where, where, where people on social media, people that do what I do for a living, myself included, want to be right so badly that they turn their analysis into just hope. I hope the Chiefs. I saw a lot of this yesterday. The Chiefs aren't very good. Mahomes' worst season. They better figure it out. The thing is, it is Mahomes' worst season. It's the 121 drops. It's not that many. It was 40 something drops in the regular season. That actually defense is really good. But the Chiefs were underwhelming this year. This is the least impressive Chiefs team, largely because of the wide receivers just dropped, forgetting how to catch the football that we've seen in Mahomes six years, and they're still in the AFC Championship game. 
They just had to go on the road and win in a really difficult place to play in Buffalo. No problem. Game over. And if the Chiefs actually win the Super Bowl this year, Patrick Mahomes will have the third most playoff wins in the history of the National Football League. That is ridiculous. That is 28. He's 28. That is what Josh Allen is up against. He's got 13 playoff wins right now. By the way, most ever by a quarterback before turning 30. Tom Brady has 12 before 30. Flacco, 10. Aikman, 10. Big Ben, 10. Mahomes already has 13. And he's still playing in these playoffs. Mahomes and Kelsey now have the most postseason touchdowns by a quarterback, wide receiver, tight end duo in the history of the sport. They've been playing together for five and a half, almost six seasons. I mean, when you, when you say the playoffs, it's five and a half seasons. They're halfway to a Super Bowl. That is astounding. Mahomes versus the Bills. And the thing is, there's a lot of talk yesterday and today about whether the Bills are truly the rival of the Chiefs. I, th- I think they are in the sense of the Bills tended to beat the Chiefs in the regular season, and the Chiefs have, not tended, have only beat the Bills in the postseason. This is, again, Mahomes the GOAT. And I'm sorry to pull a basketball comparison again, but it's, it's the best. It's like, it's like poor Josh Allen is Carl Malone against Michael Jordan, but they're in the same conference. He can't even get to a Super Bowl. I was so impressed by Josh Allen yesterday. Josh Allen lost because he's not Patrick Mahomes. How many times do we see this with Tom Brady where, where a Peyton Manning or a Big Ben or somebody else would be really, really, poor Matt Ryan, would be really, really, really good. Really. And then Brady would just do astoundingly stupid, amazing things. And it, it'd be, the other guy was really good, but, but he wasn't Tom Brady. That's what happened yesterday. Mahomes versus the Bills in the playoffs. Not just that 3-0 record that you probably know. Uh, Kansas City's beat them twice at Arrowhead, and now they've beaten them, obviously, in Buffalo. This guy in three playoff games against the person that was anointed as the sort of rival to him, Mahomes, at the quarterback position, the team in the Bills that was, that was anointed as the rival to the Chiefs, and we told you the window closed a while ago, in part because of the Chiefs, but whatever. That pressure-packed rivalry. In those three playoff games, Patrick Mahomes has completed 75% of his passes. I mean, this is, you're in a simulation stuff. This is Neil from the Matrix stuff. This is Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady stuff. The guy has eight touchdowns and not a single pick and is throwing for more than 300 yards per game. Hasn't thrown a pick against the Buffalo Bills. And yesterday's game was a game where a turnover would have decided it. Almost did. Remember, the Chiefs had the ball on that ridiculously stupid Bills fake punt. I had this weird premonition it was going to happen. And and Chiefs should have just iced the game, and and they didn't because of a fumble through the end zone. Josh Allen didn't turn the ball over. Almost did, almost did. But he didn't. And Mahomes hasn't yet against these teams. Most consecutive conference championship appearances since the merger. Patriots with eight. The Chiefs now at six. Again, it's just... It's Mahomes chasing Brady. It's it's it, it, it's Tiger chasing Jack. It's it's a it's astounding stuff. I already told you about Andy Reid and his excellence. He's got five conference championships with the Eagles and obviously the six with the Chiefs. There's a lot that happened in that game yesterday. Stephon Diggs had a huge drop. Wasn't an easy catch, but it wasn't the most difficult on the face of the earth either. You got to make that, especially if you're making noise, you're the guy. And, and you can say to me, "Hey, Ryder, if you um." If he catches that, it's a totally different narrative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've been covering sports for a long time. You know this. You're a sports fan. That's why you're listening to this show. The true greats exact so much pressure 
on the opposing teams that they make mistakes. And Josh Allen, for the most part, fumbled not notwithstanding. Oh, and it wasn't a turnover. He he, dropped, he let the, he fumbled the ball, but the but the Bills got it back. Josh Allen didn't succumb to that pressure, but but Stephon Diggs did. That drop critical, critical. That missed field goal critical. Bills window is closed. I don't know if they're going to blow it up or not. Ty Donald let us know he covers that team rigorously. That that window is closed because the Chiefs exist in that conference. Andy Reid is going to have a chance, quietly under the radar, to chase down Bill Belichick. Because if he gets to three or four Super Bowl wins, but he's got five NFC Conference Championship appearances to go with it beforehand to show it's not just Mahomes, Mahomes to get over the hump, that's going to be a reality. There's so many things to unpack, but the main one is Mahomes is the greatest we've ever seen done it. Ever. Well, Aaron Rodgers is the best I've ever seen done it. Different. But but greatness has to do with leadership and execution and all these other, not just natural talent. I'm not saying Mahomes is going to pass Brady. I'm just saying he will if he plays another 10 years and he's healthy. He will. He will. He can have three Super Bowls by age 28 when this thing's said and done. Going to Baltimore, not easy. But the Chiefs just showed they can win on the road. Playing whoever they play in the, in the Super Bowl, not easy. But Vegas is the perfect spotlight for a all-time great, maybe the greatest talent kind of quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Bills fans, I'm sorry. You held your, uh, you should have held your heads high. I know you're crying. Your team was awesome and turned things around. You ran into somebody like Mahomes, and he couldn't, he couldn't deal with that. And very few literally have been able to in the history of his six years in the NFL. That is the story. It's always the story of the NFL. It always comes back to the same thing. What's the story of the National Football League? It was Tom Brady for 20 years, and now it's Patrick Mahomes. And that's what happened to the Buffalo Bills. What a football game. All right, we've got a lot of other games to get to. 855-212-4CBS. Let's celebrate the Lions. Arr, bite some kneecaps off, Dan Campbell, man. Jared Goff, man. The Ravens roll and put to rest questions about whether they uh, are legit. They are, clearly. Niners, it's kind of a, or what do they call that, Tom, with inkblot? A Rorschach test, I can hold it up, and you can, here's Brock Purdy. Here's an inkblot, you can see what you want to see. Because I thought Purdy was shaking, but that final drive obviously was critical. And I think why of all the teams that lost, Texans too, but of all the teams that lost, why the Packers should feel real good about themselves, even though it's a morose Monday where they're not going to advance. We got tons of NFL talk coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. If I signed on my marriage license to Lori, I've always wondered this. If I signed Bozo the Clown, am I married? (laughs) If I signed like a lease and I signed Bozo the Clown. No one ever looks at those things. Am uh, I married? On CBS Sports Radio. I really hope the bosses here at Artisy aren't l- racing to look at my contract. <laughs> Bozo the Clown. Pretty daddy's buddy. What is this? <laughs> uh, Dalton Wells tweets, The real Chiefs rival is the Joe Burrow-led Bengals. That sports writer at Pretty Daddy CBS. It occurred to me, and the Bengals... And Joe Burrow did beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead to go to a Super Bowl. But I think for a little more longevity, which became a lot more longevity this year because of Burrow's injury, I, I think it's the Bills. And I think some of that is the false narrative, the, the, the unfair standard and burden of expectation that was placed on Josh Allen several years ago, which was he is Mahomes' rival. I don't mean rival in the sense of equals. I mean rival in the sense of Batman just constantly besting some some secondary villain. And this is not a shot at Josh Allen. It's it's more just that is how good Mahomes has been. But but in the context of that, it's a good point. The Bills record in the last four postseasons is five and zero against everybody except the Chiefs and Bengals. They are zero and four against those two teams. Josh Allen now five and five in the in the playoffs. The guy was awesome yesterday. He had three total touchdowns. Two of them were, were rushing. He ran for 72 yards. The guy was really, really good. Um, Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. What a renaissance and a turnaround for Detroit. And by the way, even if it ends here in the NFC Championship game, which will be played in the Bay, it's still a remarkable level of success. And I have every confidence that Detroit can compete with and beat maybe the Niners, based on the way the Niners played. Different game, different night, different day, I get it. But this is not some lucky Detroit team just kind of getting there. These guys are legit. And let me say this about Tampa Bay. I, I, I thought Baker Mayfield was, was extraordinary. I know he had a pick at the end that was a bad throw. The guy has been really, really good in postseasons in general. And I thought played really well yesterday. And was under a lot of pressure. Got sacked four times. It was a great game. Ravens beat the holy crap out of the Texans, which means my Texans parlay did not come. Might have a Texans Chiefs parlay, money line parlay, only was off by twenty four points. Tom, stop laughing at me. <laughs> Look, great season for the Texans. CJ Stroud's legit. What an incredible rookie season. Uh, twenty six total touchdowns. Three of those were were on the ground. Had two hundred and basically seventy four passing yards per game. That's the most in the NFL. Only five picks. 1% interception percentage, which is the better stat, led the National Football League. I mean, just go on and on and on and on. He almost had a 500-yard passing game earlier in the year. He had six 300-yard passing games. The guy's a rookie for a team that people thought was going to win three or four games. I mean, what a season for him. But Baltimore was awesome, and Lamar Jackson was awesome. And I wasn't sure, only because Lamar Jackson, and let's, be, let's, let's keep it real, John Harbaugh had been underwhelming in the postseason. 
Lamar over the course of his career and, and Harbaugh since Flacco won what feels like 150 years ago, a, a Super Bowl for Baltimore. It was a really, really good dominant win. And I'm really excited to see Baltimore host the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be a great football game. It's going to be an outstanding football game. Cannot wait. And then the Niners beat the Packers. 24-21. I want to get to the Packers later in the show. I thought the Packers were the better football team, and Tom sent me an email, pretty daddy, saying the, the exact same thing. doesn't matter. you got to score. You got you. First three drives, Green Bay had an opportunity to score. First drive, field goal. Second drive, turnover on downs. Third drive, field goal. Fourth drive, touchdown. Fifth drive, touchdown. That's, that's a dominant football team. But the Niners were able to get it done. There were so many things that happened in that game that could have turned the fortunes of either team. Give Brock Purdy credit. He did lead a game-winning drive at the end of the game, and those things certainly matter. I just There was a, there was a ricketiness there, and, and, and it coincides with the fact that Debo Samuel got injured again for, for the majority of the game. By the way, Debo is 50-50 to play in the NFC Championship game against Detroit, and I think the reality that we've seen is that when Debo doesn't play, and there are a lot of other weapons on that Niners team, okay? This isn't like a guy, a, a quarterback only has one guy he can target. When Debo is not healthy, Brock Purdy is not the same quarterback. The offense doesn't operate the same way, and the Niners aren't as dangerous. But they still got the win. They still got it done. Uh, Tom, outside of outside of the Packers, I, I want to hit that a little separately. Good morning, by the way. Already good morning? Oh, you already good morning to me. Uh, good morning again. What struck you the most about the non- or the Bill Chiefs games? Hell, man, it's your world, pretty daddy. Talk about whatever the hell you want. I'm going to bring my positivity on a Monday. You know me. I'm just overly bubbly, sunshine and rainbows, puppy dogs, everything. Yeah, puppy dogs. I was not impressed with Baltimore. I was not impressed. You they... do not get credit for doing what you were supposed yeah, to do. Bill. Bill. How is that positive? Bill. Oh, you're being sarcastic. This was a 10-10 game at halftime. They were tied with a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback, when you have a veteran head coach who's won a Super Bowl and the league MVP this season. Yes, you dominated. You dominated the second half. Against the team you were supposed to dominate all game long. You do not get credit. The, the Kansas City Chiefs will absolutely, absolutely be competitive with Baltimore. I am not I think they're going to win. To the Super Bowl. But Lamar Jackson was really good. Yeah, we could throw a bunch of stats at you. He, ran he was really good. That's what you're supposed to do against a young team. He's going to win the MVP. Yeah, but the reason that they got to play the Texans, a more vulnerable younger team, is because they were the best team in the AFC and earned the right to play the lowest-seeded team that advanced in the second round of the playoffs. I mean, that is you can't hold against them the very thing that they earned. They played that team because of how great they were in the regular season. Look, I, jury's still out for me on whether Baltimore is good enough to go to the Super Bowl, but but I'm just going to recycle my Bills take. It isn't because I doubt whether the Ravens, by most standards, would be good enough. They are. I just doubt whether they're good enough by the modern standard of the AFC, which is you got to go through Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Now, they're coming to you, but Josh Allen, that, that Josh Allen team, that Josh Allen Bills team, is a good enough football team over the last 20 years in the NFC to make the Super Bowl multiple times. The thing is, they don't play in the NFC the last 20 years. They play in the AFC the last 24 years, 
where there's one force and one team and one coach. It was Brady, Patriots, Belichick. Now it is Mahomes, Chiefs, Andy Reid that just are a whole other level above. Are the Ravens good enough to get past that? They might be. I mean, it's going to be, I think, a good football game. And the Chiefs are going to have their hands full, especially defensively. But again, it's just that Chiefs' defensive adjustments over the course of the year and how much how stingy the Chiefs have been in the, in the second half this year. By the way, they there was not any scoring at the end of that game, Chiefs-Buffalo. Right? There was a paucity of points. And, yeah, I went there. Thank you, thank you. And uh, the the turnover by Hardman, who's a who's a bum, guy couldn't even make it. The Jets obviously undercut that, and the missed field goal by Buffalo obviously undercut that. There could have been some points, but it all so the pressure is a big part of it on, on both sides. It also speaks to the fact that that Chiefs defense this year has been among, among the stingiest in the National Football League in points allowed in the second half. When you think of the Kansas City Chiefs, you don't think of defensive dominance, and it's defensive dominance in the second half, but that is significant. And part of the reason the defense hasn't gotten the credit is because the Chiefs have been mired in this weird we-can't-catch-the-football disease, but they did yesterday. I mean, there were some really I say nice catches. There were some really nice throws where receivers caught the football. Which there's a book, but I'm like, oh my god, he caught it! Like that's not you're not supposed to marvel. The throws were amazing, but it was amazing that the, that the receivers actually caught the ball. And I think Kelsey only had, did they have two receptions? And they were both touchdowns. Uh, I think he had six catches on the day. No, I know he didn't go over 100 yards though. He didn't have six because a buddy of mine got really angry. He bet he bet uh, Kelsey over five and a half receptions. Maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong. Got distracted by the other Kelsey. Fact check it. What is it? Five catches for 75 yards. Oh, no wonder listener Bryce was so mad. He missed it by one. He was blowing my phone up, and I was, like, trying to be sympathetic. If you're listening, listener Bryce, I'm sorry. I'm going to see him in New York next week. And it was just like, bro, I'm watching the game. <laughs> I'm watching the I'm watching the post game. I, I, I'm not – the Ravens are good enough. I just – it's a different thing against the Chiefs. But I'm not – I totally disagree with you. They earn all my respect – but like the Bill, I mean, I think the Bills are a really good football team. I just don't know. We had Chiefs. all these question marks about Lamar Jackson, who came into Saturday's game one and three in the playoffs, and you blow out a young Texans team who's never been there as a whole. And now the question marks go away. No, I'm not going. The Gaga Texans over this. got there. The, I young understand team. they got there, but Come they had on. no business being there. They had every business they being there. They didn't know what they didn't know. That's how they got there. Well, no, stop them. throwing cliches at me. Come on. Baltimore does they, not get credit What does for that doing mean? They, they didn't know what they didn't done. know. They have never been in that position before. Come on, man. My question marks do not go away after Lamar Jackson has a huge second half against Houston. They just don't. My question marks of the Ravens, to a small degree, went away, but a bigger question mark looms, and that is, can you beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Think about this. Okay, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has beaten the Chiefs, so that's amazing. Good job, Bengals. But for the most part, when Patrick Mahomes has lost in the playoffs, it has been to Tom Brady. Tom Brady twice and Joe Burrow once. That's it. That's astounding. That's it. Once in an AFC championship game at Arrowhead, when the rules were different, where just if you were the first team, if you got the ball and you scored a touchdown, it was over, right? Where, where Brady, yeah, where the Patriots won the coin flip, Obviously decided to receive, and Brady let them down. 
the field. It was kind of like that Bills game, which is back until the end, back and forth. And the other is against Tampa Bay, where they lost as favorites, the Chiefs, to Tom Brady. My point being, the big question mark for me is, is whether is not whether Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are good enough. They just made it a, a, an AFC Championship game. That speaks for itself. That is the accomplishment. They earned the right to play the Texans. The Texans had to win a playoff game to get there. It's not like Lamar Jackson had one touchdown, three turnovers, and they won 9-3 to either. He was awesome. But 34 points on a pretty good Texans defense. The question for me is, can they beat the Chiefs? And by every measurable standard, the answer should be yes. They have a most valuable player. Okay. They've got a future Hall of Fame coach. Okay. They're playing at home, which is significant. Okay. They're largely healthy. All right. I mean, just go down the list. But Mahomes defies all logic and everything that you, that you think you know. All right. I, I know I'm supposed to... Uh, am I allowed to, to praise a team that lost? I just... Sickness as a Bears fan. I look heartbreaking loss, heartbreaking loss for the Packers. Heartbreaker, heartbreaker. But the future is bright. The sun is shining. Things are looking up. Who care? Aaron? Who? Who cares about that guy? I know Packers fans. You lost. I, I get it. I'm a Bears fan. I know what that feels like. But you have something most of us don't, and that is a plan and a future and a way forward in the National Football League. So even though they lost, we're going to get into, who saw the NFC North being this good? We're going to get into why the Green Bay Packers can can hold their heads high, and we're also going to praise the Detroit Lions. All that coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to Writer Than You. If wishes were fishes, we'd all be kings. It's probably not the expression, but that's how I've warped it. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Tom, restrictions apply. Um... I assess the Packers and the Bills very differently. Even though they had not even similar days. They just they both had chances to win the football game, although the Packers had more chances and gave more of them away. Packers were the better football team than the Niners. I think the Bills and the Chiefs were pretty evenly matched. If you had to say who was better with the eye test, they were the same. It just Mahomes and company were able to get it done. Obviously, the missed field goal was significant. Failure for me for the Bills. And failure, as I said, because... You have a higher hurdle in the AFC. And that hurdle is Mahomes and the Chiefs. And and I, I've been saying this for a few years. You as the Bills had to get through that window before Kansas City established themselves as this unstoppable force. And before this injury, this season notwithstanding, Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals came on the scene. By the way, other AFC teams are still going to be pretty good in the years ahead. I'm not 
sleeping entirely on the Dolphins and what they can do in that coach. I mean, just go down the list. For the Packers, it's different. This was post-Aaron Rodgers. This was the exit of, I don't know, the fifth or fourth or seventh or, or the third or however. It's not the third. Whatever. Greatest quarterback in the history of the game. Certainly, for me, the most talented before Mahomes. One of the most talented at a minimum we've ever seen and all the drama and the difficulties. Is the coach any good? Is the kid they drafted and sat for three, four years any good? And the answer to, is the is the GM that Rodgers took shots at clearly any good? The answer to all those questions is yes, he's good. Yes, he's good. Yes, he's good. Maybe great. Like, I'm not a Packers fan. I know we're, I'm from that part of the country and I got family from there, but I'm not a Packers fan. But you got to respect somebody or an organization succeeding in building a winner under the massive pressure, in this case of an all-time great, just raining poo-poo everywhere on your world. And that's what he did. It was, from a chemistry perspective, it, it was raining poo-poo in, in Green Bay. And that Packers loss, I think, sets the stage for a very successful future. I've told you before, because it's true, that you have to often lose and fail to find out how to win. Niners had a heartbreaker last year. NFC Championship game, quarterback injured, quarterback injured, quarterback injured, throwing some random guy out there. Doesn't mean they're going to get it done, but, but it can build you up. I think this Packers loss is going to be the thing that makes them really formidable. And I think Detroit versus the Packers for the next several years is going to be a really, really fun divisional rivalry. I'm not sleeping on you, Lions fans. What an accomplishment. Amazing. Amazing. We're going to talk about you a lot this week. It's probably the last time we talk about the Packers. Packers became the first team in 20 years to reach the red zone in the first three drives of a playoff game without getting a touchdown. You may see that as a failure. It is. It is. I get it. But 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 to just be in that position against the the Niners with Jordan Love as the quarterback, and that's the kind of stuff Aaron Rodgers would do. But he was the chosen one. And I know the end of the game was brutal. I actually couldn't remember. I'd ask Tom who had written it down because there's so much that went on this weekend, and because it's hard. It's hard to stomach even as a Bears fan. Packers, final four drives of the games. Ready? Jordan Love interception. Punt. Missed field goal, which was a heartbreaker and would have made the game a seven-point game. So you would have had a minimum. And by the way, it just it creates a lot more pressure. It does. It creates a lot more pressure, I think, psychologically on Brock Purdy and the Niners if you're up seven versus four, even though I know you need to touch on either case. It just feels different. And then, again, end of the game. Jordan Love, kind of like Baker Mayfield, forces a pass and ends the game on interception. It counts. It is one of two picks. It, it, but, but, but it, again, it's under the pressure if you have very little time and you're trying to get down to the end zone. I think that what Brian Gutenkins, the, the GM, what Mr. LaFleur, the head coach, what Mr. Love, Jordan Love has done is really impressive and, and worthy of some praise. They were better than the Niners in that game. And some of that is because Debo Samuel was out. Debo being injured, as we've discussed, most of the game. And by the way, 50-50 for whether or not the weapon that matters for Brock Purdy and the Niners offense to, to go the way it needs to go to win, 50-50 whether they're gonna be, he's going to be available when, when the Detroit Lions come to town next week in the NFC Championship game. So I understand there's some asterisks there. doesn't matter. The fact that the Packers just made the playoffs, I thought, answered the question. If you beat... The Dallas Cowboys, and I'm, I'm sort of only being half facetious here, it doesn't tell me a lot. I got seven-year-old peewee teams that might beat the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game if Dak Prescott was aware that it was an elimination game. I'm serious, Tom. But beating the pa- beating the, the Cowboys, getting to this position, playing that tough against the Niners, having the pressure against you a little bit, having the Niners get you a little bit, 
Green Bay is going to have a really, really good season. And the, and the Detroit Lions, are the Detroit Lions the best story in football right now? I just mean from like a, not the best team or the most historically significant. Just like when you watch it, it makes you the happiest. Because it is, I, I, I love it for that city. They have to be the best story right now. I mean, Bill, they have two wins in this postseason. Obviously, the previous 66 years, they had one. I'm not, I'm not from Detroit. I'm not from Michigan. I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. But in a lot of ways, Dubuque is sort of a smaller version of Detroit. It was a it was a plant town. They closed the plant down. A lot of good jobs went away. For a long time, there was sort of this 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 um, drudgery to it. Um, had to reinvent itself, right? Just people wrote the city off. All of this is true for Detroit, and obviously a much bigger, more massive scale because Detroit's a huge, huge city by comparison. And I think sometimes we overstate what sports teams means to cities. It really depends on the city. But this, I think this is real. And you, you noted, I mean, this is a, a Detroit team. You know that they've, they've never won a Super Bowl? Never won a Super Bowl. They had the best running back. They had the best running back in the history of the game, and the guy had to quit at the peak of his powers just because he was so, you're going to double-check me, he was so brutalized by the fact that the Lions just could not ever win. What, and what's this Brock Purdy stat? In this century, Tom, the guys that have made an AFC or NFC, a conference championship game with two different franchises. You ready? Tom Brady, pretty good. Peyton Manning, he's pretty good. Brett Favre, I got mixed feelings about Favre being all gracious to Jordan Love, by the way. It was a good move by his PR staff. Uh, Kurt Warner... And Jared Goff. I mean, that's pretty... If you were going to rank Brady, Manning, Favre, and Warner as all-time quarterbacks, are all four of those guys top ten? Maybe maybe not Warner? Not Warner. The other three for sure. But Kurt Warner probably makes... I haven't looked at Warner that deeply, but I'm just top of my head in it. Probably top 15. To your point of, of the Lions and the Packers here, who was more upset watching these football games this weekend? Sean McVay watching Jared Goff succeed? Oh, yeah. Or Aaron Rodgers watching Jordan Love succeed? I know they, so lost. Gonna... I know they lost, but they played so really say, well. It's a great question. I'm going to say it would have been a – it's a great question. It would have been really fun to talk about if the Packers had won. Uh, I'm going to say Sean McVay is less upset even though Goff won because Sean McVay has a Super Bowl after – Jared Goff unceremoniously got sent to Detroit as part of a salary dump. Aaron Rodgers has never won a Super Bowl since Jordan Love got drafted by the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has only won a single Super Bowl in his entire illustrious career, which is a shocking underachievement. Did I see this right? Patrick Mahomes has more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers? Yes, that is absolutely accurate. That's astounding. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers has had the advantage of playing in, or did in a division that that is that was that's been garbage, garbage. So, like the argument for the against the Patriots' greatness, which is silly, you just get you get to the playoffs in it more often, or at least easier, easier path. All right, I'm going to say McVeigh is less bothered, but I'm going to say they're both extremely bothered. Aaron Rodgers is sneaking up being a 500 in the playoffs. He's 12 and 10. I mean, I've been saying this for, for a while, and I don't have it memorized. You Packers fans will. 
it's amazing. He's 1-4, I think, in conference championship games, and he's 0 for his last four, I think is the stat. And it's amazing how many of those games in the fourth quarter, down a possession or less, Aaron Rodgers got the ball and didn't score. It's multiple times. I mean, we just had what Patrick Mahomes did yesterday, right? Just the ability to... To fend, and I know that, that nobody scored at the end, but just like the ability to score when you have to score to take a lead in the, in the postseason to be that reliable guy, Aaron Rodgers often didn't do. Let's say, let's, and this is the other heartbreaker for the Bills, like the alternate universe unfairness. Had they hit that field goal and tied the game, Patrick Mahomes is leading the Chiefs down the field winning the game. And, and the Bills don't feel quite as bad, and that poor kicker doesn't feel quite as bad. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I have every confidence have Buffalo hit that field goal and tie the game at 27-27 with, with, very, with well, a buck 30 left, that the Chiefs would have still won the game. If you were to put Aaron Rodgers in the exact same position, I would think, okay, here we go to overtime. I don't know how it's became an Aaron Rodgers bashing segment, but it kind of feels right. <laughs> Who are you rooting for the most in the next round? Kansas City. <sighs> Me Kansas too. City. I want. I want it to be Detroit. Kansas. I, I guess. I guess I'm not only because I don't think they have a chance. This is the one Super Bowl I'm not going to in the last ten years. I'm going to be so pissed if it's Detroit Chiefs. I've got a line on, on tickets though. My kid wants to go. I haven't sent the email yet. I don't want to spend the money. That would be pretty crazy because the Lions already beat the Chiefs this season, Week One. Oh, it comes full circle. You know what? I'm going to have Tom get me an E from Super Bowl tickets. E's up next on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 